0: So how do you have eight opportunities as a franchise to advance to the Western Conference Finals and manage to lose all of them? The possibilities are boundless while the final four keep on ballin'. This is the Boundless and Ballin' Podcast, and it's going to be exciting. (music) What's good everyone, it's Jordan one with the Balance and Ballin Podcast. Conference Finals started up this week, so let's get right into it. First off, I want to talk about the Nuggets and Clippers, their game seven. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the Nuggets surprised the whole NBA came back down three to one again to advance to the Western Conference Finals. Kawhi and Paul George combined for 24 points and 10 made field goals, while Jamal Murray was a beast yet again, scoring 40 points with 4 rebounds and 5 assists. Nikola Jokic had a triple-double, 16 points, 22 rebounds, 13 assists. It was tied at 24 at the end of the first quarter, and the Clippers led 56-54 to at halftime, but the Nuggets just simply ran away in the second half, and the Clippers had no answer for them. Uh, moving on to the Lakers and Nuggets in their Game 1, the Lakers dominated for a 1-26 to 114 victory. And from here on out, the game one's of any series cannot be any feel games as LeBron has said they are. Uh, the opening games from the previous series have been about getting a feel for the opposing team's style of play, and that can't happen now with a Denver team that has come back down 3 to 1 twice. Now, if the Lakers make the finals, they must hit the ground running, kind of like what they're doing right now. So With Game 1, Anthony Davis had 37 points, 10 rebounds, and 4 assists. LeBron had 15 points, 6 rebounds, and 12 assists. And how about Dwight Howard? Uh, He's been very surprising for the Lakers this whole season, and he's looking to make his impact here in the Conference Finals. He and JaVale McGee were both rested for most of the series against the small ball Houston Rockets, and Dwight had himself a game in 16 minutes off the bench. Uh, 13 points and 3 rebounds, definitely uh, another energizer bunny for the purple and gold. On the other side, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic had 21 points each. Murray also had a rebound and 5 assists, while the Joker had 6 rebounds and 2 assists. Both got into foul trouble in the first half and they ended the game with 5 and 4 fouls respectively. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., another young gun for Denver, had uh, 14 and 10 in this game. The Lakers shot 53% from the field and 42% from three, while Denver shot 49% and 35% respectively. Moving on to the Heat and the Celtics, their game two. Miami takes a 2-0 lead with a 106-101 victory. Jimmy Butler had 14-4-3 with five steals. Bam Adebayo, 21-10-4 with two steals and one block. Goran Dragic erupted for 25 points. 3 rebounds and 5 assists. Uh, Jason Tatum had 21-5-4 with 1 steal. And Kemba had 23-7-3. There was also post-game drama from the Celtics side of the locker room. Uh, There were reports of yelling and items thrown after this frustrating loss. So could this mean that they're falling apart? Do they have chemistry issues? We really can't tell from that event alone. But this also could mean motivation for all of them to a Game 3 victory. What happens to the Clippers in this offseason? So first off, Doc Rivers could very well be fired, and in my opinion, he should. He blew the third 3-1 lead of his career, and every time he was faced with this situation, he simply failed to adjust. Uh, The other series with blown 3-1 leads were in 2003 with Tracy McGrady and the Magic, they blew it against the Pistons, and then 2015 with the Lob City Clippers, blowing it against the Houston Rockets. He's also made questionable decisions in this series which, if changed, really could have changed the outcome. An example of this is uh, when he kept in Montrez Harrell during crunch time when he was really struggling against uh, Nikola Jokic. Uh, a friend of mine who's a Clippers fan suggested that Harrell should be signed and traded. Uh, Toronto could very well be an option for that since they are interested in him. And there might be a possibility of Harold being traded to Toronto for Serge Ibaka. Uh, He also said that they should trade for Derrick Rose or Steven Adams. Uh, D. Rose would give the Clippers another playmaker. He'd be very affordable as well. And uh, Adams would give them more interior defense. Uh, But that would mean Ivica Zubac would lose his starting spot. Now I think the Clippers should re-sign Marcus Morris. He gives them a lot more length on defense and another viable option on offense. He put up 10 points per game and 4 rebounds a game. He's shot 43% from the field and 31% from 3. He's been a big difference maker for them on defense. He averaged nearly a steal and block per game respectively. It also remains to be seen what happens with Lou Williams. He's been a great 6 man for them this season. But it just came up yesterday that the Clippers might be interested in trading him in the offseason and the 76ers, one of his former teams, could potentially be a suitor. Okay, so now I want to get into some of the awards announced so far. Uh, Rookie of the year was John Morant, 6th man of the year was Montrez Harrell, Uh, defensive player of the year was Giannis, coach of the year was Nick Nurse, most improved player was Brandon Ingram. And now for the All-NBA teams. LeBron, James, and Anthony Davis made the first team All-NBA. This is the 13th time that the Lakers have had multiple players on the All-NBA first team. And the last pair to do it, Shaq and Kobe. Now, those two are joined by James Harden, Giannis, and Luka. Now, the All-NBA second team consisted of Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, Kawhi, Pascal Siakam, and Nikola Jokic. Uh, All-NBA third team is Ben Simmons, Russell Westbrook, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, and Rudy Gobert. The first-time selections to the All-NBA teams were Siakam, Tatum, Simmons, and Dunchich. Moving on to the All-Rookie teams, the first team was John Morant, Kendrick Nunn, Zion, Brandon Clark, and Eric Paschal. The second team was Tyler Hero, Terrence Davis Jr., Kobe White, P.J. Washington, and Rui Hachimura. Now for the all-defensive teams. First team was Ben Simmons, Marcus Smart, A.D., Giannis, and Rudy Gobert. The second team was Eric Bledsoe, Patrick Beverly, Kawhi Leonard, Bam Adebayo, and Brooke Lopez. And now the NBA's MVP for a second straight year was Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's the third player in NBA history to win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the same season. He's joined by Michael Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon. Now, many fans are arguing that LeBron James was robbed, and quite honestly, I agree too. I get it that the MVP race is a regular season thing, but when you look at how LeBron impacted his team versus how Giannis impacted his team, I really think that LeBron's impact was bigger. Yes, he had Anthony Davis as the first option on offense, but... He was still able to lead this Laker team from a 35-win team in his first season with L.A. to 52 wins, albeit in a unusual circumstance. Uh, he noted himself how he got 16 out of 101 first place votes, which indicated, yeah, he was really, really pissed off. And this could honestly serve as more motivation for the King, and it could lead to some huge performances in the conference finals and potentially the NBA Finals as LeBron chases his fourth ring as a player and as he leads the Lakers to potentially their 17th banner in franchise history. Okay, now I'm going to get into a couple of trade rumors here, uh, all from the website Hoops Hype. First off, is the possibility of Buddy Heald considering a trade request from the Sacramento Kings, and it honestly could be a possibility. He was recently moved from his starting spot to a six-man role under Luke Walton, uh, which was supported by Vlade Divac, their former vice president, and it appears as though Heald isn't happy with his new role. As far as what the Kings could get for him or where he would end up if he was dealt, I really don't have any idea, but it would definitely be a team in need of his scoring and shooting. Moving on, a Eastern Conference GM said the New York Knicks might be an option for Russell Westbrook. He said, quote, I think we all realize that Harden and Westbrook aren't the perfect fit for one another, but I think they might just have to move forward with those two and continue to try and build the roster around them. He mentioned that the Knicks might be one of the only teams that could be a fit for Westbrook. Not sure if there are any others, he said. Another Eastern Conference executive said everything should be on the table, including moving Harden. Now, do I think that these two could be split up? Potentially. It depends on who is willing to trade for them, who is willing to take on their massive contract in spite of them being two NBA superstars. Now, do I also think that the Rockets could just blow it up and start from scratch? No. Heck no. They still believe in Harden they've been indicative of that but do they try and shake things up and move Westbrook to say the Clippers who just exited the second round surprisingly do they even consider a Randall for Westbrook swap because Randall provides them with a lot more youth than a 34 35 year old PJ Tucker Randall is just as physical as him and he could space the floor out just a little bit more. Honestly, it just remains to be seen what the Rockets do in the off-season. but I honestly think that if they made a move for another physical big man, preferably one who could shoot, they could make their first finals appearance since 1995. Alright, that's a wrap on episode 7. I'm going to try something new and end every show with an inspirational quote. And given the news that Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away yesterday, I decided to select one from her. Fight for the things that you care about, but do it in a way that will lead others to join you. And we've seen this in sports with athlete activism, with the Black Lives Matter movement, and the movement for voter registration. May RBG rest in peace. In honor of her, the outro music will be replaced with a moment of silence. See you next Saturday. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Peace.